According to Russia, the U.S. has already declared war. We also see their retaliation coming in the form of energy, gas, and food prices going way up, what I'm calling the energy wars. All of this and more coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue with your help to break the cycle of fake news. Let's dive in. Late nights digging up the dirty secrets of the deep state. That's our family time these days. And you never know it to look at my skin. No bags, less wrinkles. The secret? The new revolutionary C60 infused facial cream. Time Stop. It's the world's most powerful, long-lasting, time-stopping beauty cream on the market today. Time Stop infuses your skin with nutrients that revitalize and hydrate without causing redness or irritation. It smooths wrinkles, softens skin, and improves elasticity, turning back time to make you feel great about looking in the mirror. Plus, it deep cleans and destroys acne to improve your complexion. The deep state has its secrets. I have mine. Try Time Stop today at redpillliving.com forward slash time stop. Time Stop is made in small batches to ensure the highest possible quality, which makes supplies very limited. Visit redpillliving.com forward slash time stop and turn back the clock starting now. Your secret is safe with me. Nemosnewsnetwork.com Breaking the cycle of fake news. President Vladimir Putin of Russia is claiming that the debilitating U.S. economic sanctions placed on Russia are akin to a declaration of war. As the ruble, which is the Russian dollar, has lost 30% of its value in just a week. This is a crippling, massive financial blow to any nation, especially as the financial providers like the banking system of SWIFT and credit card companies like Visa and MasterCard continue to cut off even just regular Russian people from day-to-day business. They are turning to things like crypto and gold and silver just to get by. You're seeing something similar happen in Australia where many of the ATMs magically disappeared overnight as the government is trying to force people onto their social credit system, fake money, digital currency, based on the new QR technology as we've covered recently. So what's happening right now is that we have declared war on Russia silently by going after everything that we can go after that's non-physical. We're destroying their economy. We're waging war against their government central bank, which, by the way, is something Putin in the past has said was a red line in the sand. Basically, he said, if you do these things and included on that list uh, uh, economic sanctions against the government's central bank, that would be a uh, declaration of war. So, you know, from Putin's perspective and his many past statements as well, we are at war with Russia right now. At the very least, they in Russia must surely see it that way. And I'm sure the average people are not too happy with the fact that we have gone after them to hurt Putin. PayPal and other companies are just cutting them off completely. I mean, it's getting to be so bad, in fact, that I even saw a Babylon Bee, uh, you know, satirical article about how Google Maps is going to just delete Russia from the maps. I mean, that's obviously a joke, but 
in liberal world, it's not that far from reality. That's basically what they are trying to do. Now, of course, there's a lot of corruption in Ukraine. Um, the U.S. and Biden specifically were involved in a coup there not that long ago and sort of installed a puppet Nazi government anyway. So a lot of the the stuff that you see going on back and forth with Ukraine and, and Russia and the United States has a second layer. Remember Burisma. Remember Joe Biden and that billion dollars they were going to use to bribe Ukrainians to get rid of the prosecutor. Well, Joe Biden just asked for more money for Ukraine. I wonder where that's going to go. And maybe when they send Hunter Biden to deliver it, they'll throw in some of those taxpayer-provided free crack pipes. Joe Biden's policies and economic sanctions of Russia uh, destroying our own gas pipeline while handing the Russians their own pipeline in Europe, giving them massive power and leverage over the world and specifically over Europe, and not to mention the fact that he destroyed our energy independence with his first executive order in office, we have seen the gas price soar to a regular gas price, $4 per gallon across the national average. Now in places like California, I'm hearing it's closer to 6 uh, I don't know why anybody chooses to live there anymore, except that they just can't leave. I know a few people who were sort of stuck there. But, you know, the gas price is going to get worse and worse, and Russia's going to turn the plugs here. They can afford to not sell the gas to us um, for a little while, because they've been sort of prepared for this for a while. They've sort of seen the writing on the wall, and they've known that the U.S. would hold uh, things like the SWIFT banking economic system, the Western system, uh, over their head. And you know what? They've already got all the back doors they need. They're uh, trading with China, oil for gold. So they're getting gold from China, uh, selling oil. They don't need the U.S. SWIFT system. They are going uh, directly through cryptocurrencies to uh, sort of uh, cash out, I guess, from the people all over the world that hold cryptos. So they're going sort of a, a roundabout way to get the same jobs done to still pay things but they're using different currencies maybe it will be a big breakthrough for cryptocurrencies and certainly you know gold silver cryptos anything that the governments can't just click a button and take are going to soar they're going to get more popular than ever and with good reason even if you don't like cryptos i mean hey it's better than that dollar right or in this case better than that ruble right I mean, imagine being a Russian right now whose currency, whose cash just lost 30% of its value in a week, but whose cryptocurrencies just soared because everybody just saw what happened with the truckers in Canada and with Russia. And now they're saying, hey, I don't want my money in the system. Uh, they can take it from me because I said the wrong thing on Twitter one time years ago. So um, people are just running on the bank uh, all over the world right now, I suspect. And that's why they back down quickly, weekly, over the Canadian trucker uh, protests. Uh, they also gave the money back, or at least they're claiming to be giving the money back from all of the accounts that they seized from the truckers and the donors that supported the truckers because they're afraid of the bank runs. Yeah, they might get your couple of hundred dollars from this week's check, but they won't get any more. So help me, God. That's the attitude. And I think that that is a winning attitude because the banks are what's used to oppress us and control us. And if we can take back control of our financial and our, our monetary system, then we have the power to actually break their entire system of governments worldwide. And that is through 
you know, their bad policies, which never work, like communism, destroying the purchasing power of their own currencies, meaning they can no longer keep up with paying their own bills anymore. I mean, now they have to pay all of their soldiers and enforcers and bureaucrats and judges and clerks and court people and secret society enforcers and assassins and CIA drug and, uh, uh, importers and everything else uh, more money to keep up with their costs of living. They're going to want more money for their worker bees. So now they're going to have to you know, inflate the currency away, which they've already looted, and they're going to destroy the value of the currency. And now even their own minions are going to want to go back to gold. And that's kind of how empires fall apart. That's what happened to the Roman Empire when the emperors began to uh, dilute the currency with bronze and copper and stuff in the gold and silver. They would dilute the metals with cheap metals. Then they would, uh, they would take over. The military took over. And eventually, uh, even that failed because inflation is a death spiral. Now is a really good time to become independent, to get hardened against... Um, dependency. That's the best way to put it, maybe. You don't want to be dependent on the government during the massive death uh, cult genocide of the world that's happening right now. You don't want to be dependent on the government when they want to force you to do things you don't want to do, like take a vaccine or submit to tests or tracking and put chips in your body and all that stuff. Uh, you know, the social credit system is just the least of it. That's the beginning. It's really just the, the formula and platform to be able to punish people later. So from an economics perspective, I think that uh, when they destroy their own currency with inflation, that is when we have a chance at building a better system. And the irony here is that it's their own enforcers, their own minions, the people that trust the government to fulfill its promises to them and that goes from the low level where we're talking about like social security which is a big ponzi scheme and a lie all the way up to uh, things like um, you know the expected quality of life that they're going to have when they got that cushy six-figure salary which isn't quite as cushy anymore sort of frayed around the edges now because of inflation a million is not what it used to be in fact a billion is not what it used to be and now we're starting to talk about national debt levels in the trillions and whatever comes after that quadrillions i think by the time we get to whatever comes after quadrillions and i don't even know what that is off the top of my head we're already going to be on a new system because this system is falling apart and it won't make it much longer it's past its prime it's expiring it smells rancid everyone knows it's been looted and the system is corrupt and only serving the one percent elite at the top and there are whole cultures around destroying this system popping up in the form of things like the Reddit Rebellion, Wall Street Silver, crowds of people trying to destroy all the short sellers by going in and betting on things like GameStop, a losing bet, just to take down a hedge fund manager or a banker because they don't even care about making money. They want to get even at this point for all of the hardship and suffering from these fat cats at the top afflicting them and their families. So there are people who don't even want to make money. They just want to bankrupt a billionaire or a trillionaire. And those kind of people are out there in the thousands buying up all the available physical silver bullion that's running out quickly. When that happens, I suspect that the suppressed price of silver, which is artificially kept at its like incredibly low uh, 
levels, you know, 1980 levels for most of the time. Sometimes it bounces up, but they, they crush it back down by selling paper silver. They just print it and they sell it again with the paper that has no value, just like the money. So they're, they're selling all this paper through the things like the ETFs, the SLV, the GLD. And don't let these, these acronyms confuse you. These are the ways that they sell to the market, the stock market, normal, you know, sheeple. Um, they sell things that are not really of much value. They're selling all these paper assets and illusionary assets that you don't have in your hands that you can't really redeem. Um, if you want to try to redeem all of the paper, silver, and gold that they have sold, maybe 1% of people will get it, but the banks don't have much. They don't have nearly enough to cover all of the paper that they've sold in the multiples of 100s of more than they actually hold, which means that they could have a silver ounce and they can sell a thousand silver ounces if they want to. It's cheating, it's rigging, and the banks have been fined for it numerous times. And when these Wall Street silver guys finally overtake the banks, which are running out of silver and betting against silver, and these guys have caught on to their big short of silver, it is over for all financial currencies in the world. As everyone in the world notices that silver just went up six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand percent overnight versus their own particular currencies. As they're also seeing their own particular currencies lose 20, 30, 40 percent of the value that they had a week or two before because of things like war and inflation and bad economic policies, which are intentional to loot your economy. That's communism. They steal everything before they oppress and enslave everyone. So, um, you know, that's the next couple of years that's going to happen. I know a lot of economists don't have the, you know, they, they don't want, I don't want to say courage. You know, it's, it's, you don't want to call a number on the day it's going to happen when there's an economic collapse. All you can really do is point to sort of the, the forces that are involved, the balances that are involved, um, and, you know, sort of the trends that are involved. And at some point, the trends will flip from suppression to outbreak. I mean, and I don't mean viral outbreak of a virus. I mean viral outbreak of awareness in terms of everyone being aware of gold and silver's true value as money again, which has always been money. It's still money. Everywhere in the world, you can, you can exchange gold and silver for money, and you can buy stuff with gold and silver, even if some teenagers might look at you funny because they've only ever seen that in you know video games. Even in video games, teenagers have seen that gold and silver is money. So they know it's money too. Everyone knows gold and silver is money. But people that have things like the ruble or the dollar, and they're having trouble buying the same stuff that they bought last month uh, with paper, they are waking up to the gold and silver. Now that, I think, is the true Great Reset. We actually have a chance after that happens to change the world for the better. Maybe a little bit less materialistic in the first place, but certainly um, they will be in a position of weakness. And that is historically um, past precedents taken into account when bad guys get toppled. Look at Marie Antoinette, you know, let them eat cake. Well, she lost her head, right? They, I think they hung her or decapitated her. I don't remember the details. But those famous examples of elite untouchable rulers being overthrown in massive rebellions that had the you know, the populist uprisings, um, that happens when people run out of food and when people run out of circuses. Right now, um, the circuses are not working as well. 
all the sports, all the fake news are down like 50% in ratings or more. And the bread is getting pretty expensive. You're starting to see riots break out in some countries. You're starting to see protests about food and inflation. In the U.S., we're actually paying our farmers to destroy crops, apparently, uh, because of COVID. And they're now trying to go and destroy all the different types of animals like rabbits and chickens and stuff, saying that they have outbreaks of this or that flu. They're really trying to implode the food chain. They really are. But even all of that is before you take into account the breadbasket of Europe, Ukraine, now being sort of out of commission in the middle of a war, which is also going to affect the price of wheat. So we are looking at a quadruple plus whammy going into food, energy, and gas um, coming up in the near future. And our own government is putting its massive thumb on the scales against us. So if you're not independent, get independent. If you don't have food or something stocked up, stored, ready to go, get it. Get ready. You can go to preparewithnemos.com and order some storable food if they still have supplies. I don't even know. I mean, I've got chickens. I've got rabbits. I've got uh, ducks. I'm going to do a little video thing and upload that and let you guys see um, what we're doing here at the farm and, and trying to get things ready. And it's it's hectic. It's chaotic. That's why I'm I'm a little slow lately uh, and intermittent in doing my videos. I've been I've been trying to do the news and build this new website, the Serapium, which covers like the Freemasons and scriptural biblical research and all the stuff that goes into history and what they took out and censored and suppressed. And it explains why they're doing what they're doing today. And on the news here, we're explaining what they're doing today. So those websites go together. Nemos News Network and the Serapium.com are um, you know, two sides of the same coin. That's the hidden history and what's really happening with mankind. And I've got, obviously, all this farm stuff going on, too. A um, couple of new dogs, a couple of uh, new uh, rabbits, uh, pregnant sheep, goats, rabbits, dogs. I've got a lot of stuff happening right now. But, uh, you know, we have to have livestock guardian dogs to protect some of the animals from uh, raccoons and predators. We've had a number of raccoons and snakes already out here. We've got anti-snake birds like guineas and ducks. We've got anti-bug birds like ducks and chickens. Um, all of this providing eggs and meat and sustainability and uh, something we can barter with and something I can use to feed my, my, my dogs, my cats. If the, if the pet food is gone from the shelves, something I can use to feed my family if there's nothing available on the store shelves and and frankly i wish i had a full-time farmer who lived with me um i would i would i would hook him up <laughs> at this point because uh you know it's a, it's a lot of work and i'm having trouble balancing between doing all this homestead stuff and and the news it's difficult to do both but you know I'm, i see a time in the very near future when my family is going to maybe need to eat from this small speck of land we got and i want to be ready for it so be patient with us. Oh, and then of course I forgot, the very next article I wanted to talk about was about the food wars, which of course Russia is banning all fertilizer exports, which they are about 80% of the fertilizers, at least uh, certain types of them. And Hungary is banning all grain exports, which is gonna just add a little bit of more pressure to the whole thing. Hungary grows a lot of grain, just like Ukraine. Um, that whole area, I guess, is very fertile for things like grain and wheat and bread. And that's one of the staples of pretty much all of mankind. So we're going to see some price increases. It's all supply and demand. There's going to be a lot less supply going into the demand, which may be worse than ever because, you know, stockpiles are running out. 
governments are you know making it worse like i said destroying their own food supplies uh intentionally i'm sure they have enough uh set aside for them they'll be eating their usual five course steak meals uh and drinking their usual glamorous 1800s wines but they won't be uh, sharing any of that with we the people when we're starving and um, rebelling in the streets protesting of course we saw this coming um, Russia had already suggested that their fertilizer companies cease exports and now they want to be self-sufficient um, independent sovereign they want to remain sovereign because the world is trying to back them into a corner I don't blame Russia for what they're doing I, I think that there is a new world order uh, aspect to it as well but on the surface it makes a lot of sense they're surrounded by you know nato and u.s bioweapon labs and all this other nonsense we're hemming them into a corner trying to establish bases on their border and uh you know it, it's probably something we would have done long ago we would have already kicked someone's butt for doing all of the same things that they're doing to us at least if they weren't communists right like look how quick we were to get rid of those Cuban refugees on the boats because, of course, they're not communists. Look how quick most of the world was to say, nah, we're not taking those white Ukrainian refugees. Nope. Anyone who's not a communist, you better not even build a shack within 100 miles of the U.S. border. But if you are a commie, then welcome on in. That's the message that we're getting lately. In Russia, they have now signed an anti-misinformation law. Immediately, CNN quits broadcasting to Russia. Remember that time when it used to be illegal for U.S. media companies to intentionally lie and propagandize American people, but then they got rid of the law? I'm trying to remember the name of that law. I can't off the top of my head. I think Obama got rid of it, actually. But then, now, ever since then, they have just been running nonstop psyops on us, like Russiagate. Not that they weren't lying before, but everyone has kind of sensed that shift lately. You can tell that the whole media industry is a captive communist um, fourth branch at this point. After offending our French and Australian allies and helping to continue isolate America from the world in many ways, we have Joe Biden now going after our ally India. We went from howdy modi to sanctioning our ally in India for Russian connections, of course. This is not going to win us many long-term friends, um, and it just proves even if Trump does somehow manage to get back into office against all of the election fraud system, that the American governmental system is fickle at best. How can foreign allies count on us? Certainly Taiwan shouldn't. The NIH under Fauci has sent almost $800,000 to a Russian Kremlin-run lab for cruel experiments on cats, including involving taking out parts of their brain and wiring up their spinal columns to painful electrode shockers and then forcing them to walk on treadmills for long durations. This kind of thing is sick, disgusting, and it's also a waste of money enriching a potential enemy in combat. Even if I don't blame Russia, I don't think we should be funding them while they blow us up in a war. Of course, Joe Biden's still buying tons of Russian oil and gas. After being tortured in the gulags of the communist regime of the United States, U.S. veteran and oath keeper Joshua James pled guilty to a seditious conspiracy after he entered the U.S. Capitol and yelled at a cop. 
Some of the communists have, through torture, forced a confession for the crime that wasn't involving sedition and conspiracy. These evil people in the DOJ have even called in people's own children to testify against them in January 6 trials. The FBI went to their teenage children, met them in secret, and had them bug their conversations and provoke their parents into debates and record those debates to use against them in trial. And then they even had the kids come testify. This is why you must homeschool. This is why we cannot allow the fragile, innocent children's developmental years to be crafted by these hateful communists because they will turn them against you. And those children will grow up slaves on the continent their fathers died to conquer. And worse, they'll be pissing on the graves of their fathers while they cheer on the enslavers. I hope you have found this video to be of value. I hope your children are not spying on you for the government. I mean that. And I hope that you'll consider liking, sharing, and maybe even subscribing at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash news. Remember, we are 100% listener-funded, and if you want to support us and continue triggering the deep state and fake news, then you can do so one of two ways. One, you can donate at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash sponsors, or two, you can shop Patriot and help drain the digital swamp. Head over to redpillliving.com and pick up a bottle or two of our amazing liposomal vitamin C and vitamin D if you're in a cold climate or you're not getting enough sun. If you get enough sun, you don't need vitamin D in a bottle. Even our amazing best-in-the-world vitamin D is not as good as what God gives you in the sun. But for people who live up north, uh, pe people who don't get enough sun because it's too cold outside, especially in winter, get the vitamin D and the vitamin C. And feel the energy that it gives you. Feel the relief that it gives you. Uh, and feel the protection that it gives you. I mean, I can't make claims, of course, but Fauci's taking vitamin C and D, an inferior form of vitamin C and D, most likely, compared to what we sell. But he is taking vitamin C and D. And he's telling you to take a vaccine. Isn't that interesting? Get the best liposomal vitamin C and D in the world. And liposomal means that it will be two to three thousand percent more absorbable by your body than traditional vitamins at redpillliving.com and detox the deep state and we'll see you on the next one